learn about the strides female entrepreneurs of color are making. Be inspired by their story and enlightened by their leadership insight and advice. Welcome to She Leads Podcast, leadership empowerment for women of color. I'm your host, Nicole Walker, and this is season six, episode six, entitled Evaluate Your Circle with Barbara Ford. Be sure to go to NicoleWalker.net forward slash blog to check out Barbara's bio and learn more about her and her business. Hi, Barbara. Welcome to She Leads Podcast, Leadership Empowerment for Women of Color. We appreciate you joining us today, and we're so excited to learn more about you and your journey. Thank you so much for having me on the show. You're welcome. Okay, so can we start by you telling us a little about your background and what you currently do? Absolutely. Uh, So for the longest time, I would say for the last few years, I have been working on different women empowerment. I have done workshops, I've done coaching, I've done so many different things. And it's really interesting. I think it's a kind of a rise and fall. And I have finally figured out something that I feel is right for me. And it's called I Am This Woman. And it is a weekly show that I do on my Facebook And where I'm interviewing different women about what they're up to, what they're creating, and really what are their dreams and their passions about. Mm. Nice, nice. Okay, so can you tell us about your background and how you ended up in your current position or profession? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, So my background, I would say marketing, advertising, creative services. I've worked for really large corporations. And I was working for one of those corporations when they brought me into the office one day and said, thank you so much. Your services are no longer needed. After almost 10 years of being there and working some tireless hours. And when that happened, I took some other jobs and you know, I still have my, my full-time job, but my passion definitely, this has driven me to my passion of doing this interview show. Okay, nice. You know what? <sighs> It's, I'm just amazed at how so many stories of entrepreneurship or of following your dreams and your passions start with the company laid me off. You know, it, it's so I, much countless so. times I've heard this, you know, and like I always say, it could be such a defeating moment, but yet we never know why stuff like that happens because let's say it didn't happen. Would you be here? Would I am this woman even exist? Right? Not so. at all. I would still be there. They were paying me a really big salary okay. uh, with very large bonuses, and I would still be there. There's not even a doubt in my mind. And it took me five years to get over that and filling all the like the things that I went through to even be able to be in this spot right now and to now be grateful for that moment. Okay. Yeah, it does take time. But good. I'm glad you're now grateful, right? Thank you. Okay. So let's take a... Uh, let's go down in time or back in time. Take a scroll down memory lane, as they say, right? <laughs> Can you tell us what you wanted to be when you grew up? A teacher. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love kids. And uh, teaching to me probably is one of the most rewarding things. So I remember growing up, I always used to play school and I was the teacher. Wow. Wow. Okay. All right. So talk to us about the kind of upbringing that you had as a child. How was that? Um, I felt like it was uh, traveling because 
there was always so many changes. My father married quite a bit and divorced quite a bit to marry quite a bit. And so I was always moving around. Um, so to me, there was not a lot of stability. And then there was a lot of stability with my family. But for sure, I think that I was always feeling like um, I never had a permanent space. Um, mm. Never felt that way. And it's interesting how I look at life now that I love to travel and go. Um, but I, for sure, I had a great family as far as that, but there was seemed like there was always something missing from that. Mm. Okay. That is so interesting because I... I don't know. We moved. Did we move a lot? I don't know. But I do know that I remember I went to two grammar schools. I went to two middle schools and middle schools is only two years. Right. I went to two middle schools and I went to two high schools. Right. So wow. yeah. I've always looked at that negatively, but I love how you put a positive spin on it. Like, that's why I love to travel because I love to travel as well. Yeah. <laughs> So I like that. Yeah. I like that positive spin on that situation. I always felt like I didn't have any roots. Like I never stayed anywhere long enough to get roots. And I kind of regret not having many friends that I carried for years and years and years because I didn't really stay anywhere long enough to have them. But, you know, um, it is a benefit to going places or always going somewhere is that, you know, you have that spirit in you and I, I feel like travel is life. So, you know, oh, why not? <laughs> it is. It's, it's fantastic. And it's interesting. I really didn't get my friends, my true best friends until I was in my like thirties. Okay. And yeah, I, I literally, my best friends that I call now have been in my life, like for the last like 20 years, but were not in my life all the way throughout. When I talk to people who said, Oh, my friend is with me since fourth grade. I have no idea what that's like. Yeah, yeah, I can relate to that too. Okay, good. So that means there's hope for me out there still to find. <laughs> Maybe I'll be your new best friend. Yes. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> now you said something else I wanted to touch on because I don't hear that often, but um, you were raised by your father? I was. My mother left when I was 18 months old. Mm. Um, she decided to leave. My father was a, a serviceman. So imagine she came from Germany. So imagine in the sixties, mid sixties, here comes this white woman coming to America, right from Germany with three kids and mm -hmm. biracial kids at that. Um, I, I found a place to forgive now, but she left when I was 18. Um, I saw her again when I was 18 years old. So you imagine this is 16 years in between. So my father was the one who raised me. And I would say that probably my dynamic spirit, how strong I am is because of that. And then I had different, you know, women, stepmoms come in and out of my life. Okay. All right. Yeah. Thanks for sharing that. I know someone near and dear to me, you know, she was raised by her dad and I kind of like wondered how that affected her, you know? So thank you just for sharing a little bit. Yeah, it does. It affects you and it affects what kind of mom you are. And it affects like, for me, I, I couldn't even imagine leaving my son at mm -hmm. all, mm -hmm. uh, but it definitely had something on me of what did I do? What happened that mm -hmm. she didn't want to stay? And I was the baby. So yeah. I have one picture of her when I was little. And mm -hmm. that's the only picture of, I have of her at all in my life. Wow. Wow. Well, I'm glad you turned that around to make sure that you yes. are 
being the best mom that you can be, right? Because it. You I'm know, amazing. You know. <laughs> awesome. I love that. I love confidence, right? Yeah. If you don't think you're amazing, no one else will. So that's yeah. great. Yeah. You know, we can we can take things that happen and use it as a positive or a negative. So I love how you know everything, even the way you look at stuff, is a is a positive. Right. It's amazing. All right. So can you tell us about a pivotal point in your life and how it shaped who you are today? Uh, yeah, for sure. Um, my gosh, I'm trying to think there's so many of them, but I would say that really, I would say the last, uh, maybe year and a half when I was going to move out of Florida and I was going to move someplace. I didn't know exactly where and everything I, I, I say, God does it. God moved everything else out the way for me to stay in Florida and just move further up north. Um, and when that happened, I was like, what am I supposed to be doing? I left my apartment, my, all my belongings are in storage. I'm kind of in between jobs. And when that all happened, it really brought me to a place of, I can either do the woe is me and really live in that space, or I can be grateful for it. And when I did that, something shifted within me. And when it shifted within me, I started to really work on what is most important. And then I think that's where the road to I am this woman became because of this last year of letting go, surrendering, mm. and leaving so much behind and a brand new start. And it was about eight weeks ago that it did like this. And eight weeks ago is when I started I am this woman. And it's like my life has completely changed. Wow. Completely. Wow. I love that. You used a keyword that I'm not sure if other people are aware of this. I know that recently I found myself actually doing that and things kind of really, you know, it's just, it's something that happens, you know, when you do that and the word was surrender, right? You know, mm -hmm. I think that we, I guess as humans, right, we have this thing with control. You just want to control everything. You want to put all the pieces and all the whatever, you know, but it's something about when you just surrender, you know, right. and allow things to take their course or nature to take its course, God to have his role, you know, whatever, whoever believes right. I myself, you know, believe in God, but it's something amazing that happens when, when we get out Incredible. of our own way. And, and I, that's perfectly get out, getting out of our own way. Yes. And I think what happens is this, I believe that in each of us is this essence is this, and especially women, we have this within us, but we push it down and then we have to do everything else. Mm. It's when I truly came to a space where all of a sudden all my belongings were reduced down to one room. Oh, wow. I was, yeah, because I ended up renting a room from someone and I was like, I've, I have nothing. I have nothing. But I found out that in that one room, I had everything. Wow. And it really helped me to let go of the attachments of stuff. Mm. And my goal is in three years to have a tiny house so that I'm able to travel and do and all that. So it really has opened up a whole new space for me. Wow. I love that. You, this is another point. I love that, right? Because having to reduce down, I don't know how big of a place you had before, but having to reduce to one room, you know, that's not normal, you know, for most right. of them, right? But look what it sparked in you, right? Because everyone doesn't have the goal of wanting a tiny house. So I love, yeah. again, <laughs> just how you switch everything around to a positive. Um, and that's a, that sounds so awesome. Like I admire the people with the tiny houses because then, like you said, you have the money to travel. You have the ability to kind of move 
more freely than a person who has this big, huge house, you know, right. where some people are house poor, right? You know, and with a tiny exactly. house, you know, that, that kind of eliminates that, that right. um, possibility. So good for you. Yeah. All right. So tell us about what you would consider to be one of your strengths and one of your weaknesses and how you overcome weakness. Oh, okay. So I'm super confident um, for sure. Right. And I think my strength is also, I, I can do like a hundred things at once. Right. I'm, I'm a great multitasker, you know, for sure. Without a doubt. My weakness is as much as I'm a great multitasker. I'm also horrible at keeping things organized. And like, I always have journals and calendars and all of that. And I'm terrible at doing it. So the best thing to me is to have someone, someone's getting ready to help me with all of those little details. And so she is a super organizer. So I said, sometimes the best thing that you can do is whatever you're strong at, great. But there's a, also a yang to your yin, like there's that. And if you can find that other partner right there, it makes your life complete. So instead of me trying to keep everything organized, she's a super organizer. So I throw out a hundred things and she catches them all and then reminds me of three more. Wow. I love that. So is that for your <laughs> business or is that personally? So that's for my business, but for personally, just because I'm wanting to have to downsize, one woman was on, she was doing some things about, hey, if you need to really kind of downsize and clean. So I'm hiring her to come in and help me. I took and I reduced down my clothing to a certain amount, but I still need to cut it in half. And, and so there's no way. So she's going to come in and she's going to help me. And they do this thing of like, you know, look at the item. Do you love it? Has it brought you joy? And if not, say goodbye, thank you, and goodbye to it. So I'm bringing her in to help me with that. And then wow. Sammy is like my assistant who comes in and helps me as far as with I am this woman to help to organize it and keep things going. I love that. I may need someone. Now, what's the, what is the title? What's the title of the person for the house stuff? Well, I need well, to probably both ends, but I know an assistant. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and you know what, they have different ones, but they have people who really, they're kind of like a life organizer. And okay. I don't, they don't have, like, she put it out on Facebook. I, I knew her, um, but they have people as far as that, um, they have like a, a simple life thing. And so what they do is they, they get certified in it mm. to be able to come in and help you minimize, just minimize it and take it all down. And there's a show on Netflix about it. And it really is quite interesting when you see how much stuff we have. And really, we don't need, hmm. like, how many times are you going to wear 37 <laughs> pair of pants? Right? Uh, look, I, I don't even want to tell you how many pairs of shoes I have. So, like, we're, I might have to go right on to the next question because, you know, I'm feeling attacked. <laughs> feel like I love my shoes. I love my shoes. <laughs> yeah, but I love that. I love that. And that just, to me, brings back to, you know, like no one is good at everything, right? But right. just because you're not good at something doesn't mean that you have to lack in that right. area, right? So we have to be okay with asking for help, you know, and okay with like, I'm not strong in this area, you know? So then actually realizing, because some people don't realize, right? So realize that you're not strong and then seek to find someone who is so that your circle can be complete because, we don't have it all, but that doesn't mean that we all can't be complete with our shortcomings. So I love that. And you said it perfectly, your circle. 
a circle is this is complete, right? And then imagine that if it's a table, you have multiple chairs at the table. Mm. So who do you invite to your table? Be smart about who you're inviting to your table and be smart about who you're taking away from your table. Because mm. literally this week, I had to remove someone from my table. Oh, wow. Who was not supporting me and yeah. who wasn't serving. And thank you for the time and I'm moving on. Yes, yes. That's, that's a great point. And I mm -hmm. like that because you said a circle, right? So even if you say a table, when you put the chairs around it, in a sense, it makes a circle also. Mm -hmm. Exactly. <laughs> I, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. All right. So tell us about what you're currently doing to improve yourself personally and or professionally. Okay, for sure. Coaching. I have coaches. I think that if I'm going to coach someone, I need to know who's coaching me. I am constantly reading. And if I don't know something, I'm looking it up. Right now I have my show on Facebook. So now I'm thinking, how is it that I can get out to more people? So how do I look at YouTube? How do I look at Instagram? So I am constantly in learning mode. And I will, I will say this, when the time comes for, they put me in the grave when I go to heaven and I'll say, so God, what school do we have here? Because I'll probably still want to <laughs> learn. I love that. That's the teacher in you. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Yes, I love to learn also. I love that. Good, good. I feel like we're never too old. It's never too late. It's always a higher mark. It's always something more that right. can be done or, you know, something that we can improve on. And um, definitely am an advocate of higher education as well as just continue, continuing to learn because you can learn from Absolutely. reading a book. You can learn from Facebook groups, right? It's all kind of ways. YouTube. That YouTube get. is your number one. If Whatever you want to know how to do, you want to make something, you want to bake something, you want to sell something, do something, go to YouTube. They will have a video on it. Yes. All right. Okay. So can you tell us about what you do to make sure that you are staying full and showing up to the best of your abilities? Yeah, for sure. Um, I rest also. I mean, I'm going a hundred miles a minute, but I also take the time to have joy. Right. So I love taking myself to a movie. Okay. I also, I'm, I go to church because I think that helps me spiritually with being mm -hmm. grounded. Yep. And I, and I'm silly and I like to laugh and I like to have fun because I'm a big kid. So I think what I do is this, I play as hard as I work. Okay. And, and I make sure that um, if I'm feeling down and something's going on, then I have an amazing team, like this amazing people behind me that if I go to them, they're either going to do a couple things. They're going to let me cry, right? Because I have a friend who lets me cry. I have the friend who says, go ahead and cry. And when you're done, okay, you got about 30 seconds to cry. Now move on. And, or I have the friend who's like, really? Um, here, let's go get a nice little martini that you like. And it's okay. So I think I really have surrounded myself. And it's that round table again with the people that support me. And then also knowing that there's going to be times when I'm going to be up and down. So let me start to look at when I'm down, I look at what am I grateful for? What is going well? And, and knowing that, you know, life is such a gift and how do we embrace it? And that's what it's for me is 100% embracing the moment in life. I love that. I love that. You, you made some key points that are all good, right? Rest, uh, me time, right? Taking mm -hmm. care of yourself, spirituality, 
And having that circle, right? That circle. You you came back to that circle, which is is very important. Having the right people because some people can drain you, right? So you know you can be not full just by the people that you surround yourself by. So that's a great point. I love that. It's so important to know that too, because a lot yeah. of times we keep people in our life. When I'm so sorry, we should say thank you so much, peace, and let them go. <laughs> Your time is up. <laughs> yeah, it's been lovely knowing you, and then all of a sudden you give them a little slip and say. It says, thank you so much. Your services are no longer needed. You know, we will review your application again in a few months. <laughs> so. Right. You know what? I love that. Let's talk about that for a minute. Right. Because yes. it's a lot of narratives out here that has us thinking incorrectly, you know, and it had me thinking incorrectly. Right. Where it's like uh, no new friends. Right. They no new friends. Right. But if your friends have always dulled you out, made you feel bad about yourself, talked about you behind your back, you know, wishing bad things on you, which some of those you might not know, but some of them you kind right. of feel when the love isn't there, right? But you still hold on to these people because a lot of times I know for me, I always look at the good in people, which don't get me wrong. A right. person can still have good in them, but not be right. good for you, right? 100%. Exactly. We got to learn how to decipher that and be okay with cutting those ties. And it, it doesn't mean that you're saying this is a horrible person per se. It's mm -hmm. just like, eh, we don't quite fit together. Like you said, maybe it's even right now. It might not even be forever. But for this moment, it's not working for me. And we have to learn to be okay with that, you know, to make sure that we have the right people. The energy, energy is so important, right? And you use some people and drain the energy. Energy is huge. It is huge. And I think what ends up happening is a lot of times with women, we almost are, we do this. And this is how I say I used to date and everything. You close that eye, you turn the head this way, you like, oh, they look okay. They look okay. And somebody else will go, um, something's wrong there. So I think what happens is, is that it's okay for you to say, in this time of my life, you know what? I'm going to be a yes to me. And that might mean being a no to something else and to mm. someone else. Yes. And it doesn't mean because if it doesn't work for you, say thank you for what they did give you. And it's great, but move on. And the first and foremost, you can never take care of anyone else if you're not nurturing and taking care of yourself. Mm -hmm. So surround yes. yourself with people who do that. You yes. know, yes. I think that's super important. Yes. That's a great point. Thank you for yes. that. You're I welcome. So can you tell us about your morning routine? Do you have a morning routine? I'm getting better at my morning routine. Yesterday, you'll love this because I went and I bought a journal. <laughs> nice. No, because remember me and my journals? I probably will write about three of them and then stop. But oh, yeah. it's, sitting, <laughs> it's sitting next on the table. It's my gratitude journal. And every morning, I'm going to write five things that I'm grateful for. So I did it. I woke up this morning and I did that. But one of the things I do is I... I'm always thankful as soon as I wake up. Thank you for another day that gives me an opportunity to do something new, right? And what I've also done is that um, instead of trying to read the whole chapter in the Bible, someone mentioned to take a verse. Mm -hmm. And so I take one verse and I read it for the week. Okay, I like that. Yes, and it's been really great about that. And then now I've started working out also. So I get up, I drink my water, and then I work out. Okay. And then I start my day. So I've, I've, I guess I do have a routine. It's, yeah. it's tiny. It's tiny, but it's it's been pretty good so far. Yeah, I like that. And I like the, um, the verse, right? Because we always think we have to 
do these monumental things, right? And then oh. when you try to do so much, you end up burning yourself out and not doing anything, right? So if you do right. small things, small things over time yield big results, right? So I love that. Right. You know, I love mm -hmm. your gratitude journal because they say that it takes three positives to can cancel out a negative, right? So if mm -hmm. you focus on these five positives, you know, what are you, are you canceling out two, one and a half, whatever, but you know, you're lessening the effect of negativity in your life. So that's amazing. Correct. You know, of course we know exercises, but I have to get back to there. So we're not going to talk about that. Anymore. I just started it and everything's hurting. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I love your routine. That's good. Keep it up. My issue is I start them, then I stop, start them, stop. So I'm, I'll be happy to get to a point where it's more consistent, but you know, right. I say start and stop as many times as you have to until you get there, right? We, you know, it's progress, not perfection, right? It's my motto in life. Keep on. Yeah. You know what? When when I when I say no and completely stop, then that's it. But if I keep on starting, sooner or later I'll get it. Yeah. That's how I look at it. Yeah. All right. So can you tell us about the last book that you either read or listened to and what it was about? Mm, the Code of the Extraordinary Mind. Mm. Probably one of the best books that I've read. What I love about it is it talks about what is it that you really want and what do you want to create? And what I also really love about this book is it's, it's really about the fact of um, he gives you lessons within the book. So it's not just you're reading, you put it down, and then you move on to the next book. There are different ways that you can look at it. And he has something in the book that talks about all the different rules that are in the world and how, what if you start to look at him and say, you know what, that rule doesn't really work for me because it's a societal rule, mm. but it's not really something that is going to jive with what I want to do in life. Okay. Um, it is fantastic. It's probably one of my favorite books. Nice. nice. For sure. Okay. All right. All right. Do you practice personal affirmations? And if so, can you share one with us? It's funny. On my arm, I, I have a tattoo and it says a committed life. And so if, and that's what Dr. King said. He says, don't tell him about the dignitaries I know. Don't tell him about my Nobel Peace Prize. Just tell him that I lived a committed life. Nice. And so I put it here because I never want to forget about being in service to people. Okay. And I never want to forget about making a difference in this world. So um, I don't necessarily have this overall affirmation, but I do have this, affirm this thing, I guess, about what is it that I can do to help to make this world a better place mm. while I'm here on the planet? Mm -hmm. You know, this is, this is my schedule time. Mm -hmm. And if I'm here and this is my job, what can I do to make it better? Yeah. Yeah, I love that. I love that. I think that's a little better than personal affirmations, right? You have a reminder with you everywhere you go. <laughs> there it is, right there. It I is. love that. Yes. And I love the what it means, right? You know, mm -hmm. a committed life. That's good. All right. So can you tell us about an aha moment you had lately and how you've changed as a result of it? Uh, an aha moment. Um I think my aha moment came when a friend of mine, I was talking to her and I was dating a few different guys and um, I said, they're okay. And she looked at me and she said, but you're not an okay woman. And when she said it within two weeks, they're gone. And funny, one came back and is trying to talk to me now. And I'm just like, that's not what I'm up to right now because I'm not an okay woman, which means that the man, my king, who's coming, like I'm preparing myself. She impacted me in such a way that who comes into my life 
And that means I'm not an okay woman for a friend or for a guy or for a job. It really has me in a place of this is who I am and let me rise to that occasion. I love that. That just took look, I had to sit back in my seat for that one. I I love that. Yes, because we do yes. settle as women and we do kind of, you know, it's like it'll be 10 things wrong and five things right. And we want to focus on the five things right instead of the 10 things wrong, you know, and 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 why settle? Why settle? Yes. Right. I love that. Yeah. Just have to wait. And we don't get to settle. We yeah. don't get to settle as women. Yeah. We've settled enough in life. And it's like, and especially as women of color, we, we've been taught. This is what, this is what gets me. We've been taught to settle. Mm -hmm. We've been taught to say, no, don't say anything. You don't want to show out. You know what? Be quiet. Children, you can't be listening. You know, it's adult conversations. We've been taught to be quiet. And what I'm asking women to do is to speak up yeah. and to go deep within and say, this is who I am and this is what I'm creating, you know? Yeah. So it's time that we don't settle and we say that I'm not okay. I am great and I will stand. I love that. You, you look, you are this woman. I love, <laughs> I love that. And I felt your conviction with that. And that's the truth. And it needs to mm -hmm. be, you know, Sang loud and sang proud. So, so thank yes. you. Thank you for doing that. Okay. Do you have a favorite quote? Sure. It is be the change you wish to see in the world okay. by Gandhi, which is interesting because he didn't really say it that way. Mm. But if you read about it, he kind of talks about the world and what we're doing and what we're up to. And they kind of just condensed it down about really, if you want to see a change in this world, because we're quick to say, this is going on or this is going on or this is going on and somebody else is going to do it. What it comes down to is if it's to be, it's really up to me. Yeah. And, and so I get to be the change that I wish to see in the world. Nice. Nice. Awesome. I love it. All right. So Barbara, before we hear more about your business and anything you have going on there, I like to ask some fun questions and you should have great okay. answers for these because you love travel, <laughs> right? It's around travel. <laughs> So tell us about yes. your last vacation, your favorite vacation place, and your next vacation. Okay, last vacation was, let's see, um, I went to Cuba, on a, did a cruise. Oh, nice. Before they shut it all down. I was going to say, you can't so, even go now, right? Yeah. <laughs> you can't go down. We were one of the last ones. Okay. And we were able to go there and go through the country. That was incredible to see how someone else lives and, and with everything that's going on. And, and it was it was powerful. Yeah. Um, favorite vacation oh gosh Greece Greece was incredible um fantastic I went to three different places and what I love is I went to places that most people don't really go to okay uh, so Idra Island which was absolutely fantastic got to see a Greek Orthodox Easter service wow which yeah this little island no cars no trains you walk around or you take a donkey and so that was that was beautiful really really beautiful and my next vacation, I'll be in Jamaica. Nice. Pack me in your suitcase. Yes. Don't forget. I know. I know. <laughs> There's like 10 of us going, so this should be fun. Awesome. Awesome. I can't wait to see some pictures. Yes. All right, Barbara. So thank you so much just for sharing about I Am This Woman, sharing about your journey and your beliefs and just all of your great advice. Um, I really enjoyed hearing all of that. So before we go... Do you have any more information about I Am This Woman that you want to share with the listeners? 
Yeah, of course. So um, with I Am This Woman, if we're looking for women who are sharing their stories, what they're up to, what they're creating, what they're doing, what they've gone through. And if you're interested in being a guest on the show, you can reach out to me at Barbara at IamThisWoman.com. And I will definitely uh, reach out and get back to you. And, and it's, it's a fun show to be on. And what I love is it's growing and soon you'll start to see our website is in production. So right now, as far as offers go, they'll be coming soon on our website. Um, definitely we're excited about having some retreats and some different events that are going to be going on and some different classes for coaching because I really am about women discovering their truth and honoring it and stepping fully and completely into their lives. Okay, nice. I love that. And good luck with thank all you. that you're doing. Yes. Thank you. So Barbara, thank you again for joining She Leads Podcast, Leadership Empowerment for Women of Color. We appreciate your insight today. Thank you so, so much. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of She Leads Podcast, Leadership Empowerment for Women of Color. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Please be sure to go to our Facebook page at She Leads Podcast to like or follow us. Also, let us know if this episode inspired you by leaving us a comment under the post for season six episode six. Thanks. Until next time, be empowered and empower on.